Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, Chris, when the game started, um, and I think you felt the same way, it was, I just cannot wait for this game to be over. Like, let's just, you said before the game started, well, they're not going to run 70 times. And at that point, in the second quarter, Chris, I wish they had just run it every play. Don't stop with any incompletions. Just keep running, keep running. But lo and behold, <laughs> you know, this little engine that could team, um, you know, like the defense keeps a minute long enough. They fall down 19 nothing. But once again, they're giving up field goals instead of touchdowns. And in the second half, they made a game of it. And it's like, my God, like even with not just reserves, but reserves of reserves, they went, you know, they, they hung in there against arguably the most talented team in the in the league. Now, yeah. they're not playing like it right now. They got some issues. But, dude, 22-16. I mean, you walk away from this one, like, you feel pretty good about, obviously, what the coaching has done. I mean, this, is, that, this was the best coaching he's done all year, Dable. But, look, no injuries, obviously, to starters. And, look, you, you played the hell out of, you know, these guys played the hell out of this game. And, I don't know, feels pretty good right now today, buddy. I was, I was proud of this team, man. Yeah, I told you they were going to be game planning and coaching to win, man. And I know, look, after the first quarter and the way the Eagles were moving it and they, they did hold them the field goals, but I was saying the same thing. Oh, could we get this game over with, please? Get this game over with, you know? And then like, the second half happened, you know? And it's like, holy crap, you know? It's like, they're actually making a game out of this, man. And I mean, this game, <coughs> excuse me, should have never come down to an onside kick to make it interesting. Right. Just a remarkable, remarkable coaching job. That you like you said, second string is a third string. I mean, Cam Brown was out there at times. <laughs> he hasn't played a snap all year in defense. Right. So it, it, it was and that and that forced the Eagles too. Because you know probably what Syriana was thinking was like, okay, we hope to be up here twenty four nothing half and then I'm gonna sit down my stars and we're good to go. But if what what the Giants were doing in the second half, it forced Sirianni to play his starters the whole 60 minutes, man. Yeah. And, and I just, that, what an accomplishment. I tell you, that, that really, that really left a good feeling for the Giants at the locker room, man, this loss. I'm telling you, man, these players are looking at it like, are you, I, this is, inc- you know, it's a very good, for what I understand, I was talking to somebody this morning, a very good feeling, man, going to these playoffs. I put something on Twitter a little while ago about coaching is everything in this sport, bro. You don't think the Giants could make a run in these playoffs against a Minnesota team starting Sunday, possibly an Eagle team in two weeks, which probably, if the Giants win Sunday, would probably be more probable now, now that Seattle's in instead of the Packers going to San Francisco. Oh, this is why you played them. Don't get me wrong. But if you don't think, you know, the, the Eagles got some issues going on with their quarterback. He's obviously hurting a lot. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah. When you take the zone reads out of his game, it's not the same. Right. You can tell where he's thrown sometimes. So, you know, they got, they got two weeks to get him healed up. I'm not quite sure he's going to be healed up um, for the whole playoffs. But uh, they better get that aspect of his game back in, the zone reads and running and all that. Because I know he took off a few times, but very safe yesterday. You know, it was very safe. Slid right away. Slid, ran out of bounds. Yep. The zone reads wasn't there. Yep. You know, which he like, which is a big part of his game. You know, um, I tell you, that was risky because you know, Taman Fox played a ton of snaps, 
And there was a few times Taman got close to Hurts, man. We all know how Taman hits. Yeah. And he'll he'll knock your head off, man. And yeah. I was saying to myself, man, if he catches Hurts one time in the backhand, he could do some serious damage to the Eagles playoff hopes, man. Yeah. You know, it was risky, man. Of course, they had to play him because the Giants were fighting. They were there to the end. And, were, and the, Niner, was, the Niners won. We're, gonna, yeah. we're winning. So they had to win to get the one seed. Yeah. They, ha- they had to win. Yeah. And the Giants were forcing because they were 1-5 in the red zone. Wink did it again. And, you know, I guess you could get 11 guys off the street tomorrow. Wink will still hold you 1-5 in the red zone. It's amazing. Yeah. And because of that, it was still a game, and Sirianna had to keep Hurts out there. And they had, you know, you want the number one seed, man. So it was quite an accomplishment for the Giants, man, because like you, dude, in that first quarter when the Eagles were Martin first played, A.J. Brown, I'm saying to myself, oh, God, could we get this game over with, please? This is ridiculous. Yeah. And then in the second half, <laughs> they made it a game. Comes down to an onside kick. Um, just unbelievable job by the coaching staff. Uh, but the, the point, like I said on Twitter a little while ago, dude, coaching's huge in this game, bro. Coaching's huge. If you don't think the Giants can win a few games in these playoffs, make a run. You're sadly mistaken. You know, so. Yeah, I said the same thing in the post in the post game write up. It was, the, you know, we talk about it all the time. It is more coaching is more important and, and has more of an impact in this sport than any other sport. This isn't just setting a lineup, not to belittle what baseball managers do, but there is so much more in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this coaching staff thinks they can win on any given Sunday against any. They can play the the, the seventy five Steelers. And David would be like, you know, I think we can, you know, look, we're going to, we're oh, going to yeah. be in it till the yeah. end. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. And, and this one reminded me a little of the Tennessee game where the first half, you're just like, oh my God, this, they can't do anything. Much different circumstances, obviously. But uh, the second half, man, you know, I, I just felt for like Davis Webb too. Like he had his one chance and you had Tyree Phillips instead of Andrew Thomas. Um, you had Matt Parrott in there for a while. You had the backups, right? You had Jack Anderson. I just thought, oh, he's, this is one shot. He's just going to get killed today. Um, and then the second half, he got a little more comfortable, and the running game got going. Like Brightwell and Brady even got going. I mean, it's unbelievable. And look, Cliff Kingsbury, I'm, I'm sure you just saw it. He got let go. He's, he's gone. And now, right away, <coughs> NFL Network's talking about Wink Martindale. I just want to tell you, like, for the record, I think Wink Martindale is a terrible hire. I, I, I wouldn't want to even interview the guy. I mean, just, <laughs> just leave him here. Leave him alone. <laughs> but in all honesty, I mean, look, I hope we wish nothing but the best. I wish nothing but the best for Wink Martindale, but. Dude, this coaching staff again just proves yeah. how <laughs> how locked in, dialed in right. they are with this roster and putting these guys. Like you said, man, like apparently they can get anybody off the street, play them, and compete yeah. and and not embarrass themselves. Dude, I thought when I heard Davis Webb is the starter, I'm like, this is going to be a 30 point game. 14 was generous from Vegas, and right. it turns out it's like six points and they're in it. And Kenny, I mean, Kenny Galladay makes a highlight real catch, like. Holy cow, man! It was, look, it was it was a like some losses. They feel like a win to me. That one felt like a win. And if you listen to Philly radio, they are not happy, dude. They gave an update on Lane Johnson, which was just as much of an injury, I think, or, or close. I should say not as much, but close to what uh, what Hurts is going through. And he's not going to be healthy. Like he's he's going to play through that pain. Yeah, and Hurts yeah. is just again, it's going to take time. So. Look, man, uh, it, it's just funny that some losses feel like a win, and, and it did yesterday. It felt like a, a victory. Hey, dude, I gotta ask you something. Yeah. Somebody called me last night, and uh, and said, "Hey, call me crazy." Um, it's a very, res- a very respected person in the Giants building. They said, "Call me crazy," but I had the feeling of 07 after last night. I'm like, "Well, oh, that's interesting," you know, because it was a game, different personnel, right? A little different circumstance. We know that. But a game where 
here they are playing second and third stringers, going against the number one team in the league, and could have won the game. If you don't think that carries over into a locker room, even though it wasn't the first stringers out there, it was second and third, you're sadly mistaken. I, I, I sat there, Jerry, you know, the person told me, and I sat there, and I said, wow, I, I didn't really think about it that way because of who was playing, you know? But I guess in a way, if you think about it, okay, you know, where you go into the playoffs like, okay, look what we did with these guys. Wait till you see what we're going to do with these with, with this first group, group coming in. I thought it was pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty interesting. You know, um, different circumstances. But and if anybody, like like I was telling you all week, I know there were some people out there, you know, it's basically like, oh, the Giants are just throwing in the towel Sunday. They're playing this Davis Webb. They're playing. But did you hear what Jalen Hurts said after the game? Hurts says, man, they, they totally changed it up. Defensive. They, they, they showed us so many different looks compared to the first game. Chris, four they, weeks ago. They were ago, playing a win with what they had. Four weeks ago, anybody says 07, it's, you would have thought it's a ridiculous comparison, right? Then they go into Washington and win. And they play the Vikings tough as hell. Should have won that game. Right. And then they dominate the Colts. And then, like you said, man, after yesterday, it's like, I mean, can we play with anybody? Yeah, apparently, yes now. I, it's amazing. I, 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 think, I think it's human nature to kind of compare yourself to situations you've been in. And you're right, man. You think about it. It's like, could this be like an 07 thing? I don't know. I don't want to overlook the Vikings and then worry about the Eagles again. But it kind of feels that way. You can't help it, right? And now, like I said, the difference in, in this team from the start of the season till now is they kind of had one way to beat you before. It was, let's hope the best for Barkley. Hope Jones doesn't turn the ball over and we have a shot. Well, now we have a pass rush. We have Thibodeau kind of coming into his own. We have Ojolari, we hopefully coming back. And, but he's, he's been back a, a bit. And he's, he's already wreaked havoc, right? He's got, what, five sacks in five games or something like that. Dexter Lawrence having his best year. Like, now you have a pass rush that can do it. So I don't think that the 07 comparisons are silly at all. Uh, look, we can dream as much as we want. And why not? I mean, why not us? Why not? What You're in now. Let's, let's make shit happen, Chris. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, because, you know, they were heavy, heavy underdog last night. 14-point underdog. Nobody gave him a shot. And here they are down to an onside kick with their second and third string guys against the ones for the Eagles who are going for the number one seed. If you don't think that carries over to the locker room, I'm telling you right now, everybody, I already spoke to a few people this morning. The Giants, if they see the Eagles again in two weeks, like the Cowboys in 07, oh, that second, in that second um, divisional playoff game, like the Cowboys in 07, the Giants players, they feel they could go into Philadelphia and knock them off. I'm telling you, dude. I'll, you know, I, you know, I'll be in a locker room this week, and I'm just telling you. To, some people have already told me that you could feel it. Um, they can't wait, no matter what Dable said to us a little while ago. They cannot wait to get back to Minnesota. They felt they let one through there, slip through their fingers. Yeah. Um, and now they're going to have probably a Dory and without question, they're going to have McKinney back. And it looks like, you know, Dory is going to be back too. So, dude, look, I'm not comparing. I don't like to compare, but the feeling a little bit, mm -hmm. you could compare. You could compare the feeling a little bit because that 07 loss, now they went for it. They had their starters, Eli, the whole deal. Against that powerhouse team, they lose a tough one. Okay, different scenario this time because they went to second and third, but against a powerhouse team, it came down to an onside kick, which would have been 
real interesting if they would have recovered that. This is, there's an unbelievable confident feeling in this locker room, dude. Now, I'm not saying the Giants can't go in a mini, drop, you know, yeah. uh, draw a dud out there and, and lose to a tough, you know, a more talented Viking team. Doesn't mean they're going to win Viking. I'm just saying they're a more talented Viking team. Yeah. But this league's all about matchups, bro. And I'll take my chances. We'll get into it in the next podcast a little bit more. But, I mean, I, I don't know about you, bro. But I feel totally and completely confident about this game Sunday, man. I really don't. And just think, December 11th, they lost 48-22 to the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And we came away from that thinking, man, you know, we are lacking in talent. And it's apparent. And not even a month later, it's like, man, man, we hope we get these guys again. It's amazing. It's only a month. Amazing. And look, nothing's really changed talent-wise. Some guys are going to come back yeah. that weren't playing that game. But you, you, it's just... it's. It's the NFL can you know turn on a dime, and it's it's unbelievable that it was kind of doom and gloom uh, after that one, and you just thought, well, they're still a ways away. But who the hell knows now, man? And like you said, the Giants let one slip away on Christmas Eve. Everyone, I th- they know it. You know, the turnovers, that not just turnovers, but missed opportunities as well, drop passes, everything. Um, and you don't want to overlook a team, but we got what we wanted. We said we'd love to get another shot at them, and we have it. And I, I you know. You got to be crazy not to think that the players don't feel the same way. So, yeah, we kind of thought it would end up this way. Yeah, it's pretty funny because I think everybody's thinking right now, boy, I like to get another shot at the Eagles without stars, right? Yeah, yes, and with guys coming back and playing that weren't in that game, like Ojolari and and Adore Jackson. Yeah, and here's the beauty of you know guys like Wink Mondale, Kafka Dable, like they just played the Eagles. uh, Excuse me, the Vikings a few weeks ago, Christmas Eve day Mm -hmm. and all that, and so Kevin O'Connell has basically has a feel of what they want to do defensively and all that. But it changes with Wink. What they did a few weeks ago, they might not do a, this week. They might change it up totally. And Jalen Hurts confirmed that. He said it after because they they totally they changed up a lot what they did last game. And that was with second and third stringers, bro. Yeah. So, they, you know, what? So if you're Kevin O'Connell and the Vikings and you're saying, okay, well, you know, Giants did this on third and shorts, red zone, they showed this look. And, uh, okay, that's nice. But you might not see half that stuff Sunday. I mean, just look what they did. Just look at that design draw they did with Davis Webb yesterday. I yeah. mean, Kafka puts that in there. He, he, he puts the receiver in motion, clears out TJ Edwards, a linebacker. He takes the snap. Brennison fires out. Boom. Touchdown. Davis lows his, lows his shoulder. <laughs> makes it a game. Yeah. I'm sure the, I'm sure if you asked uh, the Eagles, uh, uh, Jonathan Gannon right now, he'd probably be like, no, nah, we haven't seen that. You know, yeah. Not a design draw like that, you know. And yeah. That was a little wrinkle they threw in for Davis Webb. You know, you know what else I like too. The, the, I like the fake field goal call. Um, not just because it was, hey, we're down ten nothing, we have backups, and let's go for it. But it makes teams think, like, wow, well, are they capable of that? Will they try that against us? Um, I love that call. I, the only thing I didn't like is that you know I didn't want to see Gano get banged up a bit. Looked like he took a little bit of a hit on that play, but yeah. it is you know that that's I guess that's bound to happen. But I love that. I love that they kind of went for it and, and showed some other looks in this game that we hadn't seen all year. I mean, it's everything. It's it's offense, defense, and even special teams. And the return team looked good, too, uh, yesterday. It's just yeah. coaching, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have to I have to admit, <coughs> excuse me, I have to admit, um, I was a little surprised by that, that fake field goal. Um, because they haven't done one all year. No. And I thought maybe if they planned on doing that, they would save it. For like a playoff game because they haven't shown it all year 
you know, I was a little surprised by that. But not in a negative way surprised. I was just personally a little surprised yeah. by that. I just thought they would, you know, if you're going to break that out, well, you know, why break it out in a meaningless game? And now teams are like, okay, this is what they, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But whatever. The point being is that Dable was, go, like, you know, Dable was, okay, we're going to do this now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, let's go for it. Let's do this. So, you know, I thought Jamie Gillen, you know, Jamie, just wing it. Wing it down the field to that receiver. Yeah. Take a shot. Does, Give a shot, right? Was he, it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as he yep. tucked as soon as he tucked it in, I was like, oh, this ain't going. You know, just forget about it now. You know, He's like, running back and forth. Yeah, just throw it <laughs> yeah. up and try to get a flag or, or a very good catch or whatever. If they pick it off, they pick it. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, right. You know, pull a Gary and trim it. Yeah, they got 11 yards and got the you know? ball. Yeah, just throw it. Right. You have nothing <laughs> you know, to do Just lose. wing it up there, you know? So, yeah. anyway, that's something McGay, they might talk about. They plan on maybe down the road of, um, I, I would imagine, not now against the Vikes since they've shown it. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So it was a look. The gameplay. You know, I thought a lot of his young kids play well. I thought Jared Davis, the veteran, came yeah. in and gave him some good snaps. Um, you know, Dable was just asked about that a little while ago, and he was he was pretty impressed with Davis. Um, I could see him getting snaps alongside Jalen Smith a lot this week over McFadden. Yeah, do you, I was McFadden. gonna say. Do you think he splits times with time with McFadden I, I think or that? See, Jared. I think Jared Smith's gonna get some snaps. Yeah, yeah, I do. He's physical, bro. He came up in a gap a few times, yeah. put a hat on people. Um, I think he's earned that right. He's a veteran. You know, he knows the Vikings, NFC North guy. Uh, I know, I know O'Connell's there now. They, you know, obviously different systems, but um, I, you know, I, I like, I like the idea of Javid Davis playing Sunday. I do yeah. over over McFadden, you know. But they might whack up the reps there, you know, next to Jalen. We'll see. But I think he's earned that right. I think he's a guy that you will see on Sunday. Yeah, it's it's amazing when you when you read the list of of real of big contributors in that game. It's it's you know Webb. Uh, Davis, obviously, Brightwell, Rodarius Williams, I thought, played, he hung in there, right? I mean, <laughs> like, everybody gives up long passes to A.J. Brown, but he hung in there. <laughs> um, you know, Lawrence Cager, uh, Tamon Fox, like, a Cager. I mean, it was funny when, when non-Giant fans text me during a game and they're like, who the hell's 83? I'm like, oh, that's our backup, backup, backup tight end. He's a converted receiver. And, I, you know, a question for you, Chris, is Lawrence Cager, you know, you think he could do any damage in the playoffs behind Bellinger, or is this just, you know, we'll, we'll give him another chance to play? Uh, depends on the game plan. Like yeah. Dave always says, it depends on what they do yeah. week, week to week. Yeah. Or what they plan on doing against the Vikings. Yeah, yeah but I mean, so. when, you, when you look at the list of guys who contributed in this one, I said, if you looked at the, the, the lineups, especially starting lineups, you would thought, oh, this, this was worse than 48 to 22. This may have been a 51 to 10 type of score. Complete opposite, man. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm... Jerry, I thought it was. I thought it was going to be 40 to nothing in the yeah, first quarter. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be a blowout. You know, blowout. this is going to be, I can't wait. I was putting on Twitter, three quarters left. Let's get this yeah. over with. You know? <laughs> I was like, hey, I felt the same exact way when I saw yeah. it. I'm like, oh, he's... from your lips to yeah. God's ears, man. Let this game be over with. Stop throwing the ball, guys. Yeah. Stop. Don't stop the clock. So, so, so look, you know, um, Kenny, you know, Davis Webb told Kenny Galladay during a week. When Webb hey, Chris, Chris, this is, a, this is going to be a good story, I can tell. Just. We're going to come back with that one. Guys, we're going to take a break and be right back with the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on one second. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris, nobody beats the biz, biz Ignano, and Jerry Foley. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, so Davis Webb, when he found out during the week he was going to be starting, you know, he got Galladay on the side, and and, and Galladay knew he was going to get a lot of reps, too. And he told Galladay, he goes, listen, I'm just telling you right now, when I see you one-on-one, I'm taking a shot with you. You know, so get ready because it's coming your way. And I'm pretty confident you're going to come down with it. I'm going to throw it up for you to go get it. I'm promising that now. That's what's going to happen. Well, 
that's exactly what happened. Uh, Galladay with a very good catch in the back of the end zone. Um, and did you see Dable, bro? I mean, yeah. I, you know what, Jerry? I just gotta. I just want to talk about something quick. You know, I yep. see a lot of people on Twitter. They'll ask me or they'll make comments towards about, oh, Galladay. Because I, I said how much Galladay is loved by his teammates, how much he's liked. And you see some people like, you know, like, oh, that's not what I heard. Or, you know, or, oh, you know, he is. I heard he doesn't, you know, I heard nobody really interacts. Like, folks, either for me or the other beat writers, the people that are actually in the locker room. Not people that, you know, that are home, that have no interaction with the Giants, have no connection to the Giants whatsoever. They just make comments on the Giants from their Twitter accounts. Okay? Kenny, that's the furthest thing from the truth, bro, that God is not liked by teammates. And if you doubted me, Jerry, did you see the reaction on the sideline when he caught that touchdown? I did. Did you see Brian Dable? Loved it. That was another thing I remember somebody said. Oh, I, I think somebody tweeted a couple weeks ago, oh, Dable doesn't like Galladay. That's why he doesn't really play him. Like, where did you get that from? Oh, well, somebody, you know, uh, some some guy who thinks he covers the Giants with Twitter account put that out there. Like, uh, folks, unless, unless you look at the Twitter account handles that are actually in the locker room, that are actually interact with the players that are connected to the Giants, you know, go by them. It doesn't have to be me. If you don't trust me. Go by the other guys, and you'll never find anybody else that I, one of my colleagues in the media say, oh, Galladay was not liked by his teammates, or Dable didn't like Galladay. Never. Never. I, I just hate that when people put that out there about a guy that's not, that is well-liked, you know? Now, we all know Galladay's been a disaster. I'm not going to camouflage that. Yeah, He's been sure. a disaster. We yeah. know that, dude. Yeah. He's not going to be here um, next year, okay? That's probably going to be his only touchdown as a giant, unless... Unless he does something in the playoffs, which I don't expect him to get many reps in the playoffs. Okay? Um, but I, I just don't like when people, like, you go after a guy's character. Oh, he's not liked. Or Dable didn't like him. That, and so if you don't, you know, just look at that reaction. Look at Dable putting his arm around him on the bench, bro. Yeah. Look at Davis Webb. Look at the plays. That that, that sideline erupted when Galladay caught that ball. Chris, in, in his post-game interview, they asked him about the catch. You know what? And, and his answer was... Yeah, I was happy about it, but I was happy. I was just as happy for Davis that I was able to give him his first touchdown. Like, that tells you right there what kind of guy he is, right? Uh, dude, listen, I reported that yeah. the last two years about Galladay. Yeah. I said, he's a good dude. Yeah. But look, you know, now, it hasn't worked out here. It's been a disaster. We know yeah. that. We know that. He, he's, you know, he just hasn't gotten the reps. He hasn't, he hasn't performed, you know, he hasn't conducted, oh shit, what's the right word I'm trying to look at here? He just hasn't, you know, fit into what Dable and yeah. Kafka want to do offensively. Yeah. Okay? You know, he's not a separation guy. Yeah, he's a dis- declining skill set, too, I would think. It just is he's what it is. He's a declining skill set. He's sl- a little bit slower. His, yeah. You know, his really, what he contributes is in the red zone. Maybe go up and get it like you saw a little bit yesterday. Okay? So you game plan for teams. And, you know, especially now the Giants are going to a lot, a lot of 11 personnel. A lot of 11. And their three guys is Richie, James, Isaiah, Hodgins, and uh, Darius. Slayton. You know, that's that's what they've been doing the last month. But don't you know, don't say stuff like he's not liked and this and that and, and because it's totally not true. I just I, I'm s i am can't stand reading that about certain guys and this and that because people are listening to Twitter accounts that have no connection to the Giants or never in the locker room. You know, um 
So I was happy for Galladay, dude. Yeah. Look, it's one of look, Gettleman has done some good things. A lot of his picks are, are key players on his team. Gettleman has done a ton of bad things, as we know. More bad than good. We know that, right? Yeah. Um, and this was a disaster. We know that, right, Jerry? We know that the Galladay signing and the money he made um uh, did not work out. It's been a very bad signing. Um, but you know, Galladay's a kid that he still came to work, Jerry. Kept his mouth shut. He's not a. He's you know he's a pretty quiet guy. You know, I was happy for him, bro. I have to. I have to admit. I, I got to know Kenny a little bit. He's always very respectful. Um, I was happy for him. And if you don't think Dable liked him, you know, well, I think you saw yesterday that yeah, no, they really do like him. You know, you know what, Chris? Can't, there's got to be a number of receivers in the league who, if they're making seventy-two million dollars and they haven't played all year, pretty much, and then you tell them, yeah, you're going to play Week 18, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'll sit this one out. Right, there's a lot of them that would. He didn't. Yeah. He went out there and he was a gamer. He made a, a couple catches, and that catch was highlight reel. And for Darius Slay, by the way, to after the game say, "Hey, thanks for James Bradbury." It's like, whoa, Darius, Kenny Galladay just caught a caught his his one touchdown pass in two years on you, bud. Slow that down with the Twitter account. But yeah, that aside, I, I mean, there's a lot of guys, dude, who who you could you could see not even showing up and, and not wanting to suit up and get out there out of, out of kind of embarrassment and, and also pride. But good for him, man. He went out there, he gave it his all, and he, he came up with a play. And, dude, we'd love to see him do more. I'd love to see yeah. him in the playoffs do something again. You know, there's a guy, again, easier to root for, especially since all the stories you've told us throughout the year, actually the last two years, that he's not, you know, his blow up on the sidelines last year in Washington wasn't at Daniel Jones. It was about... You know, wanting to win. It had nothing to do with yelling at Daniel Jones. That's not he, He's not this receiver. You know, he's not that guy. So I could have been happier for him, dude. And I hope he yeah. does it again. Yeah, like you said, Jerry, how many games has he played this year? He's played like two, three snaps. Right. You know? And he could have just been like been a real cancer in the locker room. Yeah. Basically forcing the Giants to release him. He was never like that. Look, look has he expressed some frustration at times? Sure. Sure he has. You know? Sure. Yeah, he had that blowout, blow up with Garrett last year. He felt he wasn't being used right in certain schemes and all that. And, and look, that's that stuff happens. You know, it happens. I'm, I'm not excusing. I'm just saying, but it happens. It wasn't that Daniel. It was that Garrett. You know, right. which I think a lot of players probably want to take Garrett's head off. Well, we did it plenty of times too. You know, we did too. on a Monday morning. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, Chris, uh, if, yeah, if so, you're if you're posting, what are we doing here? I guarantee the players are as well. Yeah. So, you know, look, hey, who knows? Maybe the story of Kenny Galladay is not over yet. Maybe he could give you something in these play- I mean, it's going to be over as far as after the season yeah. for next year. But I'm saying, but hey, who knows? Maybe the story's not over yet. Maybe there's still a little bit to write in this chapter if he could give you something against the Vikings. Uh, and, hey, dude, it's at the point now where if Kenny gives you one catch and that one catch is a touchdown, it's like, a okay, it's a bonus right oh now because you get, you've got nothing out of the guy for two years. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, this was a, it, it was the story of, of a bunch of reserves who just didn't give up, man. And I, I couldn't have been prouder of him. Like, he, you know, who the hell am I? But as a fan, you're like, wow, I'm, I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the product. And when's the last time, you know, before this year, we couldn't say that for years about this team. Like he just went around and, and just, you were almost embarrassed to say, yeah, I'm a Giants fan. People are just like, oh, sorry about that. Not anymore, man. It's it's unbelievable the turnaround and the culture change, right? The culture change that, that Shane and Dable have brought in here. Everyone is bought in. The coaching staff is is remarkable. Yeah. And these guys have a lot of character. Uh, the guys who played yesterday, man, I give them credit. I really do. A lot of veterans that, that didn't get playing time much during the year. And 
Dude, good for them. This was a, this was a nice loss if there's such a thing. I see my boy White Davis got in there too, a little bit of left guard. Yeah, car. right. He's doing some things in there. I saw him White yeah. in there. He looked like he trimmed down too, man. Because <laughs> he, yeah. he got he got overweight in Minnesota, man. <laughs> and Dane you know, Belton, Dane Belton, the lost Dane Belton. Like he yeah. looked good yesterday, didn't he? I'm not just okay. the interception though. I mean, yeah. that's an easy one. But there were other right. plays like, oh man, he's right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Devontae Smith didn't hurt him much, you know. No, I know AJ got him a few times. Where you know, he gets um, everybody. But he's been getting everybody this year, you know. Uh, look, with Darius Williams, he, after a very rough beginning, he got beat by AJ. But which guys have been getting beat all year by AJ, right? Look, sure. uh, especially on those verticals. Um, and then he missed the tackle here and there. But he settled down, dude. I thought from mm-hmm. the second quarter on, he settled down with it. I think he led the team in tackles with 10 yesterday. Yeah. You know, he settled down a little bit, you know. And then the yeah. young kids got in there, Pennock, you know, Dane Belton's, they got some reps. You know, Zimenez played the whole game. And then Tamon Fox played so much. And then... Jared Davis worked his way in. Micah, Micah played pretty well, you know. Um, and Bo- you know, Boston Scott, as usual, did his thing. I guess the Giants, that's a given. Um, oh, God. And, yeah, but it wasn't like, you know, it was funny because they had their starting receivers in and yeah. Dallas got it. And it wasn't like Hurts was winging it all over the lot. He started off pretty strong, but then after that, you right. know. Right, and And so it, it was pretty. And they had their starting offensive line in there, man. They got some pressures on Hurts. They got a couple of sacks. Um, I, I I tell you, man, Jerry. Every time Jalen was back in the pocket, Sirianni had to be, had to be like, oh my god! I mean, if yeah. this dude gets hit one time here, yeah, our season's over. You yeah, know, absolutely. And he was probably cursing losing that Saints game that he had to play his starters. <laughs> that Saints game almost cost him the season. What I mean by that is because he had to play the slot, he had to play Hurts, and you imagine if Jalen got injured, you know. Yeah, and nothing, nothing. And I'm not saying Siri anything anything wrong. I'm just saying, man, that would be unbelievable, man. But, and but I, he looked like he was favoring something. Yeah, yesterday, he didn't look right. right. Even he even didn't. aside from like you said before, where he would get down when he was throwing the ball, wasn't yeah. nearly as accurate as he normally. He didn't look is. right. No, yeah. it definitely didn't look right. Yeah, and, and when you take that little uh, zone read out of his game, you know that's that's big. You know? And the the issue, I was listening to the doctor today. The issue is close to his collarbone. That's the issue. And it's going to take rest. Yeah, Johnson, sure. I would imagine. Yeah. Lane Johnson's is going to take surgery. It's a matter of can he play mm. through. Wow. The the issue with Johnson goes from his <laughs> pubic bone <laughs> to his like <laughs> groin. So it's almost like a groin tear. Right. And I was listening to it today, and he said it's, he can't like he's, he's no strength in his core. He can't push off. So he's going to try and play through it, dude. I listen. The Hurts injury is huge. I think Lane Johnson's injury is one A for this team. He's got like dude, they, like nine hundred. I think it was 900 or whatever pass attempts, maybe 700. No oh, pressures, no sacks. Probably is. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, no. 900. No pressures, no <coughs> sacks. That's insane. That's just a d- dominating. That basically says to Hurts, you don't have to worry about right in front of you. Just watch your blind side. And the blind yeah. side's fine, too. That line's in- insane. But yeah. that, that injury's huge for them, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all tongue. Yeah, you know, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. I'm sure he's got, like, whatever, three, 400 pass attempts and 900 snaps. But, dude... I tell you, man, he'll give it a go, Jerry, you know, but how yeah. long will he last? You know, how yeah. long will he last? That's going to be the question for those guys over there. So, for, I tell you, look, look, they're the best team in the NFC, the Eagles. They're the most talented team, and yeah. I think these two weeks are going to do wonders for them, you know, yeah. playing that one less game. And I still, right now, they might pick to come out of the NFC. But um, the last three weeks or so, and with this injury to Jalen Hurts, that has changed some things, baby, because 
you know, you, a team, that, hey, look, you know what? At first, I was like, only the Niners could really, I think, could go in there and knock them off. And I don't think they would with Brock Purdy. But I tell you what, everybody, I tell you what, if the Giants get that shot in two weeks, I'll take my chances with the, with the G-Men. I'll take my yeah. chances to get out of there with a win. I'm telling yeah, and, you right now. And look, analytics are what they are. If you believe in them, great. If not, okay. But Vegas has the uh, Eagles with a 34% chance now of reaching the Super Bowl, right? So a lot's changed for them. And I imagine a couple weeks ago. Is that the best, Jerry? Is that the best in the league? Is that the best? It might be, but I imagine weeks ago it was more, right? Oh, I I I imagine it was more. Oh, no question. And and by the way, I think Johnson's, it was the last 900. I'm sorry, Chris. I shouldn't have said this year. I think it was the last 900 or so. He hasn't allowed anything. Sorry about that. Right, right. Um, But yeah, uh, it's just... They they they're a different team than they were a month ago, and that's why we said like the this NFL man, things change so quickly. Um, I was gonna say like nothing. We came out completely healthy. We played all of our reserves. They they played their asses off. Like we usually we say, well, what was the downside to yesterday? Well, they couldn't get out of the gate early. But I mean, mm-hmm. what are you gonna what do you expect? <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything close to what I saw yesterday. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if there's a downside to a law to, to a game like this, and we've. No, I don't think I've ever said that before. I don't know what the downside is to this loss. Yeah, 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 not, not good nothing. stuff. Really, yeah, right, right. It's really, really nothing. What are you? What are you going to say? Okay, they got in a gate slow. They got whipped up a little bit early. Okay, I'll expected give you that. it to. Yeah. I, I expected. It. I thought it was going to happen for four quarters. Right. All right. So I'll, I'll give you that. But who cares now? I mean, it's like who? Right. It's like nope. Does anybody really care about yesterday? Nope. Now, no, no. You know, and table look. Yesterday, the Chargers are playing. Um, I'm drawing a blank. The Chargers played the. Um, who did they play the, yesterday? Ooh, the yeah, they, they played. The, the wide receiver got hurt. The Chargers Holy played, crap. Uh, Denver. Do, okay. I'm short sorry, term, my short term memory is yeah. shot, dude. My, my, if, you my, me, my, yeah. if you ask me who the Chargers played in 86, I'd be like, oh, they lost the. They played week two, Giants. Week two, we beat them, I think, 20 to 7. Anyway, go ahead. My everything memory is shot. So uh, they're playing the Broncos in a meaningless game. They're already locked into the fifth seed, whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, fifth or sixth seed, whatever the hell it is. Chargers yeah. play. So, I, I think it's the fifth seed. So, um, and here they are. And here's Mike Williams, one of their key guys, out there playing for some unknown reason. Boom. Leaves on a cart. They don't know his availability for next week. Why? Right. Yeah. And now people are destroying Brandon Staley. In Charger world, because people want to know, well, why the hell was he even? He's a guy who's been injured the last few years, right? Like, why the hell is he even out there? Yeah, it meant nothing, you know. So, I mean, I know a lot of people with the table, but here we are, right, dude? Game means nothing yesterday, and and it came out with positive results, even though they lost. Okay, didn't expect that in the first quarter. It winds up getting positive results after sixty minutes. Yeah, and nobody's injured. And the and 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 the key st- well mostly every starter they play only a few starters play yesterday. Um, it's like a bye week, you know. They're off, they rest up, heal up. The players are off the next few days. Um, they'll be back Wednesday for practice. Um, so what I'm the point is like, who can okay who can you know like who, okay does anybody gonna think about next Sunday at four forty? Is anybody going to be thinking about the Giants? How they didn't play this time against the Eagles? Nobody's going to care. You know, nobody cares, dude. Yeah. And now you got, you know, say you played like seven, eight starters, and then one key guy gets hurt. You're like, oh, Dave, well, you know, what do you do? You know, it would have been like, oh, my God, we lost this guy. Imagine if Dexter Lawrence played, dude, 
Say he wanted to play McCord and Dexter goes down in the first quarter. Chris, it's football. It happens. I, no, I, I'm the first one to say that, but not when you, it's not necessary. So, God. so I'm glad Dable did what he did. And now you go into this game against Minnesota with a full healthy, you know, with healthy guys and McKinney back. And it looks like a Dory back on the... You know what? I'm not going to speculate anymore to Dory, Jerry. For no, like three weeks, I thought a Dory yeah. was going to play, to yeah. be honest with you. And for three weeks, he was doubtful. Game time, couldn't play. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, I expect him, but we'll see Friday. You know, we'll see Friday. I'm not going to go out on a limit saying he's definitely playing a Dory. I yeah. expect him to play. Playoff game, I'm pretty sure Dory's going to be out there. Um. But it's a different looking Giants team this time around against the Vikes. And, and to your point guys. about it being football, right? The, the argument people were saying, well, why would you put a Dory Jackson at punt return then if it's just football? Well, because we needed a punt returner. I mean, and we're still, we're, the, the playoffs weren't a certainty, right? So I, that argument doesn't make any sense. The only thing I'll ask you is, I'll ask you this. If we lost 45 to nothing yesterday, mm. does it mean anything next nothing. week? Okay. Nothing. Yeah. Would have meant absolutely nothing. They could have lost 70 to nothing, bro. Because we feel pretty good the way. They played. I just didn't know yeah. if you thought, if you felt that. Ah, it wouldn't have meant nothing. Wouldn't have meant nothing. Okay. Uh, to me, this was all, all you could have got out of this game yesterday was positive feelings. If they would have lost 35 nothing, Jerry, I, the locker would have been like, yeah, okay, that's nice. But, you know, we were playing Dane Belton's and this and that. Yeah. Okay, that's nice. I'm glad you had a good time, Philly. <laughs> right. Only thing you could have had was positive feelings like, holy crap, we almost, we could have won this game and covered this onside kick. Who knows what happens then? So basically nowhere to go but up by doing what they did yesterday. That's the feeling I get, dude. There's no way to go but up. There's no way to go but up. Very positive, you know, and all that stuff, so. All right. Yeah, dude, listen, this was a, as fun of a losing podcast as we could have. Maybe I should have put the uh, the victory music on because, you know, like I said, I, I, last night I was like, man, this was, this is about as good as I can feel after a loss. Um, even even better than the Minnesota one because that was one where it was like, oh, we gave it away, but, you know, man, we, we, we should have won that one, and it meant more then. This meant really nothing, and we almost came away with it somehow beating that team. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about in that game yesterday that's worth mentioning? Um, Not to put you on the spot, but I, I can't – you know, yeah, you we, think, we, I can't really think of. Yeah, because uh, like, look, the, like you said, Lawrence Cager. Let's see. The, let's see if he's involved in the game plan this week. Let's see if they, you know, let's see if they, they maybe have some things going on for him. Because the Vikings suck at that. Oh, you know, the they, one they, complaint, they, if I have any, the yeah. uh, that pass to Marcus Johnson could have been huge. Early on, that was it. <laughs> oh, oh, the one Webb kind of missed him. Yeah, yeah, around, yeah, spinning yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look like Marcus. Look like Marcus had a lot of green behind him. If he would have caught that ball, even he played okay. He didn't do anything <laughs> to embarrass himself. Yeah, these guys are coached up, bro. Yeah. These guys are coached up, man. They I mean, I think about, Chris, think about the receivers that we had out there. These are reserves of reserves, mm-hmm. reserves of players who, like we said, maybe wouldn't start on other teams. That's that's the yep. receivers we had yesterday. So yep. that, that makes it even more astonishing. So, I mean, these receivers are going to be a big part of this game because the Giants are um, probably going to attack like they did last time. You know, they're going to attack their weakness. Yeah. You know? And the weakness on the Vikings is um, their secondary. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and Daniel threw for 334 last time, you know, against these guys. Um, so that's, I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot of that again, you know. Um, so that's going to be key. Though. Richie, John, Richie James and Darius Slayton's. Hodgins. And Isaiah Hodgins are going to be huge in this one. I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot of 13 personnel again with Daniel Bellinger out there. And I was going to say, Daniel, he, he, he's, he's going to he's going to um, 
He's going to fix that fumble from a few weeks ago next week. I'm calling it now. He's going to he's going to make a play. Oh, Bellinger. Daniel Bellinger? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and you know last game Isaiah Hodgins got the best of Patrick Peterson who's going to Hall of Fame. You know, that, that's got to be a positive. I know, I know I know Peterson got him that one time, you know, to cut that route a little bit. Um but for the most part Isaiah outplayed him, you know. So yeah. I mean if that could happen again. And now you could do different things Jerry on the back end. It'd be interesting to see how Wink attacks Justin Jefferson. Can't let Hawkinson eat it, dude. Now, that mm. at, to me, there's going to be two fascinating things I'm going to be watching. How they, What they do with Hawkinson, who destroyed him a couple weeks ago. Awful. And what they do with J.J. Do they, do they bracket up J.J. and leave uh, a Moreau man on Thielen? You know? Um, or do they slide a Moreau over on Hawkinson on third downs? Does McKinney come over? You know? And they bracket Julian over? It's going to be fascinating to see what Wink does. But I don't expect... Look, known Wink, that, that we all know him, I'll be sure. Now, JJ's JJ. He's the best receiver in football. He's going to get his probably. You know, there's no Jahel Alexander's on this team, okay? They just mirror him the whole game and shut him down like, like Green Bay did a couple weeks ago. Um, but knowing Wink, like like everybody knows him, I don't expect to see Hawkinson destroy him this game. They're going to do something. Yeah. You know, they're going to mix it up, you know, so. Yeah, and then you just got to worry about also, like, you don't sleep on Dalvin Cook. Like, you're right. In the passing game, those are the two guys. It's just Dalvin yeah. Cook can kill you, too. Yeah. So gonna work no, cut out again. Nothing just... changes, dude. They still have the work cut out for them. But oh, awesome. you feel you feel better, a little this better. This team's got a lot of talent. They got a lot yeah. of talent on offense. Yeah. You know, they got a lot of talent on offense. But even Madison, they're back up back. He could play, man. He's all, they, got a lot of, they got a lot of talent, man. Yep. And and but, their quarterback can throw two pick sixes, one half, and four touchdowns the next. Well, so. Absolutely, man. You know, Cousins is a guy, man. You know, you, you give him some time in that pocket, he's going to destroy you. You know, yeah. he'll get he'll get you. You know, yeah. so quite a challenge again, but a challenge that they had half the second they out last game, and they should have got it, uh, you know, with the win. So we'll see what happens this one. Yep, we'll cool. break it down more in the next podcast. So yeah, maybe with a special uh, we'll, guest, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back at the end of the week with somebody too, guys. So, anything else, bud? Nope, that's it. Good stuff, man. All right, guys. To order a subscription to the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M A G Z T E R. If you subscribe, the playoff uh, shorter editions coming out tonight, and we will continue to do that uh, throughout the playoffs as long as the Giants are winning. So, all right, guys. We'll come back at you at the end of the week. Sundays are Giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.